Welcome on to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast. And um, I think right now we're it's it's naturally occurring to where it's about every half a week or every week that we get a a, a episode out for now. Um, at least until games pick back up, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, and also, side note, uh, if you hear a little bit of a hum in the breaks of me talking, I apologize because this uh, microphone is super sensitive, so it'll uh, pick up the hum of my fan. So I uh, apologize ahead of time there. But uh, without further ado, um, let's dive in to this whole uh, episode here, um, which, and I know the title's like, oh, clickbaity title. No, no, it's not. We'll get into that in a second, too. So first off, um, Pittsburgh Penguins uh, forward Nick Beachdead um, will not be returning for the uh, the play-in series and the subsequent playoffs if they were to win that play-in series uh, as he had a setback in his uh, recovery on a uh, shoulder injury that he sustained uh, previously this season, uh, which he was out because of that. So uh, he'll not be seeing Nick Beachdead for... Uh, this timetable for the remainder of the uh, playoffs this year. Now, over next season, who knows who's to say, um, which also we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, Red, Red Wings came out to, uh, well, Steve Geisman came out to say that Jeff Blashill will be returning as head coach of the Red Wings next season, as well as before the next season starts, they will uh, name a new captain since uh, Henrik Zetterberg is no longer a uh well i guess he's technically a red wing but he's you know he's he's basically he's done um but <clears throat> which i'd imagine would be dylan larkin but we'll we'll have to wait and see um and we have a little bit of a blues note here uh <laughs> but i'm blue note uh blues note uh st louis blues uh defenseman uh scott peronovich has been named a 2020 Jim Joe Hansen College Player of the Year by USA Hockey. Congratulations to him. And that award goes to the annual, uh, is presented annually to, uh, annually to the top American player in NCAA Division I uh, play. So congratulations to him, as well as the fact that he is the Hope Baker uh, winner as well. So at that hardware um we'll circle well no we won't we won't circle back even though it's the title of the uh, episode we're not going to circle over it. i know i already like three little tidbits just like that um but now this probably take a little bit more of the thing um so first off max kellerman max kellerman folks for those that, you know, since if you're like me and, you know, primarily care about hockey and watch, you know, hockey, whatever, right? You don't ever really run into Max Kellerman. Why? Because his show that he's on, First Take, don't really talk about us, hockey 
fans or hockey in general because it's not a topic point. Also, because number one, first take being on ESPN doesn't cover hockey and hasn't covered hockey since the World Cup of Hockey in 2016. Um, which also there's talks that ESPN is trying to get back in the hockey game, which is with this note, it's kind of like, hey, man, like, what are you doing? Friggin' bashing uh, hockey when we're trying to get the programming on there. When honestly, yes, I do hope ESPN gets the rights to play uh, hockey on there because it would, you know, get them ratings up, which is also kind of the argument that, Max Kellerman has saying that number one, no one, no, okay. Generalization note that he says, no one in the U S cares about hockey doesn't consider it to be one of the favorite, uh, the four major sports, North American sports leagues. Uh, he apparently uh, may consider college football as a fourth major sport. <laughs> no. Um, also says that every town has 20,000 hockey fans, their season ticket holders. Now, bullet points here. First off, that is a major generalization of hockey fans or the lack thereof in his, what he's saying, that no one in the U.S. cares about hockey. And if he's going basing off of ratings then he's clearly looking at the wrong thing because also he's probably looking at national ratings, which yes, yes, he has a very slim points about the fact that national ratings aren't too high compare in comparison to, you know, the NF fucking L, which is like the pit, the, the bar. All right. Also consider that you can't compare NHL with the NFL because the NFL only has a game maybe once, twice, at the most three times a week at best. And it's not even that many because majority of the games are on either Sunday night football or Monday night football. And every once in a bit, you'll have a Thursday night. But other than that, you can't compare that. So that's out. MLB, you can't compare other than the World Series, but even then, you can't really compare baseball because baseball ratings are actually going down as of late and attendance is going down because the appeal for baseball right now is not grand right now. Also, because they keep trying to tinker with a game that's over 100 something years old and they're trying to speed it up but um and then as for attendance i mean yeah i can't compare that either same with nfl i can't compare that which then brings us to the nba and the nhl some comparisons between the two the nba and the nhl share a lot of the same buildings in dallas they share uh the mavericks and the stars share building up in new york went in the in the garden, uh, Rangers and uh, Knicks share the same building. Uh, Toronto and Raptor, uh, the Maple Leafs and Raptors share the same building. I can, can go on and go on. So attendance levels are roughly the same. 
basketball maybe have a slight edge, like a slim edge over uh, hockey because hockey, you know, the rink and, you know, the rigging ice and the benches and all that takes way more space than a freaking wooden floor in the middle of an arena to where you can actually have, you know, your high class people like on the, on the court. And as for ratings, yeah, it's because the NBA, yeah, I mean, it's a fault for the NHL that they don't market the game nearly as good as the NBA markets their, um, their game. But to general, but back to the generalization that no one in the U.S. cares about hockey. Well, you clearly don't look at the local hockey markets and how their local uh, channels are. St. Louis, wonderful. Guarantee you, Vegas over here, wonderful. I can't attest to Arizona, which is also ironically why I'm wearing the Coyotes, because uh, you know, I know like at least in you know in attendance, you know. Attendance is kind of an issue um, starting to come back up, but also because the team's starting to get better, um, which is, you know, to be expected, um, which also the hockey guy made that same point, And he was also wearing a Florida Panthers jersey, which to his point, you know, is like similar player parallels there. Um, but, you know, if you look at, you know, the blues is market Nashville. Look, look at like that, uh, street when Nashville was in the Stanley cup final, like shoulder to shoulder for like miles and miles is what it looked like on there on the, uh, TV. But <clears throat> what, yes, there's some areas like some teams, yeah, you definitely could move and all that. But to gen- but to come back to the point that no one in the U.S. cares about hockey, that's clearly, clearly a, min- a misconstrued chauvinistic outlook for someone that guaranteed doesn't give hockey the light of day to even try to you know say anything on the matter because you don't really give it a shot. While, you know, yeah, I know if this was, like, honestly, probably, like, two-some years ago, I probably would be in the exact same shoes as him, bashing football and basketball. I mean, to this day, I'll still bash uh, basketball, but, you know, I gave football an honest-to-God try, and I actually like it now. It's on one of my top favorite sports now. Still not number one because that's hockey, and number two being baseball also, even though... Um, where I live should should be number one, but hey, you know, I take to the to hockey more than I do baseball. But you know, baseball is still you know honorable uh sport for me. Um, go Cardinals! But um, yeah, it's and I guarantee you, it's it's to get people riled up like me and a whole bunch of other analysts, probably TSN's probably like lighting them up about it. Rick sports. Net's probably lighting them out about it. 
guarantee you probably somewhere in the world that uh Sid Sixero or Tim McAuliffe on Tim and Sid on Sportsnet probably talking something about it. It gets people talking and then gets people to watch Max Kellerman and it gets him on the friggin' headlines and all that. So in the end, regardless if he actually believes that or not, it works for him because he got that much more popular with that negative press just like that. So congratulations, Max Kellerman. We all fell fell into your your trap here, Um, getting to talk about you and all that. Regardless if you genuinely believe in what you said or not, um, which also with that program, like a whole bunch of other programs, like First Things First, Ring and Skip and uh, Shannon, First Take, and like numerous other uh, sports talk shows that do the exact same dynamic, the exact same dynamic. Oh, this guy, oh, he believes this thing. Oh, but he's going to yell about over this guy because he don't think this guy's going to do this thing and so on and so forth, because that's what, you know, puts butts in seats to watch your TV while you're locked in your house because of quarantine and all that, all that beautiful jazz. Um, But, yeah, I mean, but yeah, circle back on the college football thing. We're talking four major league sports, and college football is not a major league sport, all right? Yes. Revenue probably definitely puts it in that um, that discussion, but it's not a major league sport. No. And if you were to try to put it in a major league sport, then you're going to have to kick out the NFL because what you're not going to do, because it's a higher, you know, hopper echelon of uh sports at least in football obviously but uh, yeah and then you also definitely no 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 um don't take it the wrong way old mls because i i am very appreciative that you guys decided to give us in st louis a team which i will definitely support once it you know comes you know around in 2022 uh, presuming that everything goes back to normal, which hopefully it does, um, we can go to games again. Um, but yeah, M- NHL is a major league sport, and 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 the NHL is one of the big four, and that's that. Which also circling back to the Arizona Coyotes and getting off of old Max Kellerman's, you know, topic. But circling back to Coyotes, uh, it's been revealed that the Coyotes will be playing in these bad boys. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, their Kachina uh, jerseys uh, during the return for the play-in series. And if they make it past that, all the other subsequent series is after that. Um, when designated as the home team, since they'll be hub cities and they won't actually have home heights. Which then, ask, which then you have to ask the question what do the without the home crowd advantage and so on and so forth other than wearing your home jersey and last change what benefit do you get to be the home team 
Because that's, that's a very valid question raised by a lot of guys, a lot of people out there. Uh, and I will raise that question as well. What? <laughs> if that, I mean, if, that, if that's it, that's it. But I'm saying, like, what initiative do teams have to want to be the home team? other than last change and getting to where their odds are probably the more beautiful jersey of the two that they're going to wear because having every single team have a for their for their road jerseys having a white jersey even if there's a team that does not have white in their color scheme they still have to have a white jersey is beyond stupid to me like which let's yeah let's let's divert let's divert from that and go into that, which I don't I don't get it because that's one thing I will say that the MLB has going for them, and I want to say there's probably a couple NFL teams that do the exact same thing, where you have some teams right like the Blues or like every NHL team or. The Cardinals, if we're going to uh, to the uh, baseball comparison of things, they have their white homes, and then they have their gray aways. And then there's some teams that will have a like an orange away, and then they'll have like a blue home, or so on and so forth. Now that would be interesting to see, you know. Finding other colors that, hey, this team, all these teams have this color as their home. Let's make a different color the away and get rid of road whites for every single team. Let's say every team has to get rid of get rid of road whites. But to make every single team, no matter if they have white in their color scheme or not, why are we having everyone? Why are we having everyone have a white jersey as a road? I don't get it. I mean, I understand you want to have doing oh for the broadcasters to look at oh or fans to be like oh this is a home team this is the other team this is the good guy this is the bad guy, but I'm pretty sure that people are intelligent enough to know the difference between two teams. Just saying. But anyway, talking about the NHL and, um, but, you know, and maybe being able to go back into seeing the games and all that, not in person yet, because that's down the road. However, comma, the NHL apparently has um, entered, um, has some uh, contingency plans in place <clears throat> to start the uh, 2021 season as late as January 1st, which would mean that, which then also, oh, well, okay, so flat start, it'll start as late as January 1st, supposedly. 
and they'll somehow cram an 82-game schedule into that. And apparently that they'll plan to have the regular season run past April, so it'll probably be in the middle of May or so. And they're also talking about getting rid of the uh, – well, since there won't be a holiday break because it'd be past January or well, January 1st and onward if they go that way, that route. Um, or if they were to go like into November and December, like I've also seen someone say, I think it was Pierre Lebrun that said that, uh, which also reported like a couple episodes ago, that um, they would be getting rid of. And if that was the case, they'd be either shortening. Yeah, I think they're just going to shorten the players' holiday a break as well as um, regardless, get rid of the all-star all-star break altogether. So sorry, Florida might have to wait till next the season after this season, uh, upcoming season to uh, host the all-star game. Um, And also actually have fans in attendance. (laughs) Jabs, jabs, jabs. Um, Just kidding. I, I, I do like you Florida Panthers respect. Um, but yeah, which would be interesting to see, but we'll have to wait and hear back about that. But before we, but before we hear anything about that, we'll be hearing about how the NHL, uh, starting June 8th, which is Monday, um, two days from the recording of this, um, will be going into phase two. So it's not training camp. However, um so put their little uh picture that they posted out um subject to each club's satisfaction of all of the requirements set out in the phase two protocol clubs will be permitted to reopen their training facilities in their home city to allow players to participate in individualized training activities off ice and on ice so they can you know start working out together uh in an informal setting uh players will be uh, participating on a voluntary basis and will be scheduled to small groups uh, in a maximum of six players uh, at one time, plus a limited number of club staff on hand there. Um, the various measures set out in the Phase 2 protocol are intended to provide players with a safe and controlled environment in which to resume their conditioning, which they pro- some, some players have been really good about it, and I guarantee you there's some players that have not been good about conditioning at all. And phase two is not suitable, uh, a suitable, uh, no, phase two is not a substitute for training camp. So that will go into phase three for training camp or mini camp, whatever you want to call it. All necessary preparations for phase two, including those that require player participation, education, diagnostic testing, scheduling for medicals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, can begin immediately. Um, the NHL and the NHL. NHLPA continues to negotiate over an agreement on the resumption of play that we still need to hear about. Like, where is it being played at? Because we know about the host cities uh, thing and all that, but when are we going to get them games? And speaking of them games, um, comes out that uh, the round, also want to say I, I reported that. Um, so the round robin uh, series for all the the bye teams uh, will be fighting for seeding because they uh, 
apparently going they're trying to go for reseeding uh oh no yeah it's it's getting reseeded so uh the best of five play in uh every other round so the traditional we will get we will get the traditional uh best of seven all four rounds um for the playoffs so that is wonderful to keep um some validity that if anyone if any which basically that right there takes the whole asterisk thing and chucks out the window because don't matter if a team like montreal a team like arizona you you um a team like Minnesota or the Blackhawks or other teams that were on the outside looking in gives them a chance or even, or Florida or Rangers, so on and so forth. Go on and go on and go on. If they were to win the Stanley cup, they went through four, especially for those teams. Not only did they have to pay play, a more physical best of five play-in series, but they also had to play four rounds of seven, best of seven, compared to the bye teams that are only doing a round robin. That's not going to be probably as hard-hitting as that play-in series will be. Regardless, it'll still be competitive to a point, which also is the question, which bodes back to the question what benefit do you get for being the home team? And a round robin tie will be subject to uh, the top point per, uh, point percentage uh, in the regular season to break that tie up. Um, and the playoffs could be almost like 70 days long. <clears throat> Man, this mic really picks up everything. Goodness. Um, but yeah, um, 70 days. So putting that in perspective, let's open a calendar. And so today of recording, June 6th, we are not going to get hockey back until probably around maybe the middle of... Well, I'm just going to go and be safe to say we're going to get hockey the let's say July 22nd. Why July 22nd? Hell of I know. All right. So July 22nd, 70 days from July 22nd is 70 days after July 22nd is September 30th. September 30th, I, I just have, have that marinate in your head. September 30th, we could have the Stanley Cup be awarded in September, damn near October. How insane is that? But at the same time, which actually I'm kind of very excited about that. Because with 
regardless, regardless of the the fact that we can't go to games and stuff like that right now. If your municipality doesn't, you know, hasn't, you know, opened up, um, like going to restaurants inside and stuff like that. If they haven't done that yet, it's irrelevant to you. But if you're like me and probably a lot of other uh, states like mine that uh, have opened uh, bars, restaurants, stuff like that, you can go in. Now, yeah, they still have like a limited capacity to an extent, depending on your county. Um, cause I know one County is like, Oh, who cares? And then the other one's like, Hey, yeah, we need you to not be in here right now. Um, but with hockey coming back to be on TV and stuff like that, then you'll have people watching games together and you'll also have, you'll also have, um, when you're at the the bar or restaurant or whatever, you know, it'll still kind of be like you're there with the atmosphere of people, you know, cheering and stuff like that. Like whenever I was uh, home for the Stanley Cup final uh, for Blue, Blues and Bruins that I, because I, obviously I didn't have the money to go to the actual games. So I just went to the watch party. I went out downtown on Market Street went down to a couple uh, bars around the area and people cheering and stuff like that. It's, it was, it felt like I was there um, watching the game now. I mean, it's different that, but at the same time, it's actually kind of cool to do that because then you have the commentators saying their own stuff and all that, uh, which is nice, which then also I have to bode the question, are all of these games, going to be covered under the just all of them under the NBC sports umbrella because if that's the case just shoot my brains out right now because if I have to hear Pierre Maguire's stupid mouth more than I would have to endure like I mean all all I have to do all I have to do to remedy this is just put it on mute and put the Blues announcer on, or put the Arizona Coyotes announcer on, or put the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, so on and so forth on for all the other teams that I'm watching and rooting for. Because, you know, I, I mean, obviously I have more than, I have more than three. Um, yes, I know this is a, a Blues one, but, you know, also Vegas. I also got Toronto as well. Um, also, uh, we'll get Dallas soon and a whole bunch of other teams as well. Um, yeah, I have like an entire ream of hats over here from teams I don't even have jerseys for yet either. I have Philly on here too. So, Philly, got love for you too. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. And uh, it'll definitely be one to remember. That that That's for damn sure. Um, a cup that will never be forgotten. So if it's a team like a Blues or an Avalanche or a Lightning or a Bruins that 
that wins it that everyone is basically expecting them to or it be a team like Nashville never won a cup or Minnesota, Winnipeg, uh, freaking Vancouver or like you know, a team that was on the outside looking in, freaking Minnesota, Florida, Rangers, uh, or, or that and the uh, – wait, no, they, they were in. Um, you know, Rangers, Habs – so on and so forth. It'd be quite interesting to see. And if there's a team out there, like a Columbus, Panthers, Predators, Canucks, Winnipeg, Wild, and the Coyotes that have never won a cup, It'd be an exciting time for you. Exciting time for you. And then uh, I hope that uh, this whole coronavirus thing doesn't ruin any of you guys' or any win uh, cup winners' uh, ability to enjoy a nice Stanley Cup championship parade and rally. So then we can all come back together, whatever, whatever team wins it. I mean, obviously, I, I prefer one of my teams that I root for to win it. But uh, regardless, um, don't want to have people, you know, be like, oh, we won and we can't go to a parade or go to a uh, rally. But but yeah, that's but that's that. Hopefully we have more answers soon. But anyway, I'm going to cut this off. Like, share, subscribe, browse around on the YouTube side. If you're listening to this on the podcast side, don't forget to rate and subscribe and uh, listen to all the other ones if you haven't listened to it already. Um, once again, got a shout out to uh, everyone listening out, out there and watching this on the YouTube side. I don't get statistics like I do for the podcast side on YouTube side, but uh, got a shout out to 90% of of you folks uh, listening to this from the United States, 5%. Ireland, you're, you're kicking ass right now. Ireland's got 5% of the listenership. Canada, Canada, guys, I, I love you guys. What, what's, what's happening? It's only less than 1%. Um, although at least uh, Ontario uh, entered, the, entered the chat here um, out of that because Quebec, Ontario, and British Columbia – uh representing there uh netherlands germany and malaysia joining the chat as well thank you very much um and surprise surprise the uh in the united states the one the state that leads the listenership is uh missouri obviously not to take any jabs at other states even though <coughs> illinois um but but yeah uh virginia surprisingly is number two California, number three, Illinois, number four, uh, tied with Pennsylvania, uh, New Mexico, Washington, North Carolina, Michigan, Texas. I can basically name like major, like half the, the states there, at least like half the country listening in. Thank you very much. Um, hopefully, the, we'll be expanding soon, especially once we actually have some um, 
once we actually have games to talk about and analyze and all that, then we'll really start getting some feedback. Uh, I'd really appreciate it. But anyway, like, share, subscribe on the podcast on YouTube side um, and rate and subscribe if, on the podcast side. And I will catch you in the next one, probably in about a week or so um, with some more news about uh, potentially phase three at that point. So uh, yeah. Um, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you very much.